In today's video, we're going to compare the strengths and weaknesses between the Republic's 501st Legion, which later became Vader's Fist, and the Death Troopers that were governed around Orson Krennic and Thrawn. It's no doubt that both carried a menacing presence. While the 501st Legion was comprised of clones copied from the most elite Jedi hunting DNA, Jango Fett, whatever it takes, who trained them from birth in a facility specialized for creating war heroes. And then we have the Death Troopers, who were their own faction of fear and villainy, standing at over six foot five inches tall and speaking in incomprehensible radio jarble to all those around them. They possessed an almost robotic, callous vibe like a diet version of Darth Vader to the unaware. The two did coexist at the same time, however the clones, due to their accelerated aging process, were much older now and out of their prime years. Essentially, Death Troopers were elite soldiers. They were handpicked by Imperial Intelligence and were the top graduates in the Imperial Stormtrooper Academy. Stormtroopers themselves were picked as the elite of regular Imperial infantry, let alone Death Troopers, who excelled beyond all others. They were also selected to guard and protect high-ranking Imperial officers and officials of the Tarkin Initiative. Their height was mandatory. At over 6 foot 5, they could run at extremely fast speeds and cover the width of officials and objects that they needed to protect. Their aim and battlefield skills, well, they were top-notch, along with their access to the Empire's most accurate and powerful rifles. It was also said that they were augmented with strength and speed. Now you may be wondering about their shiny black armor. Well, this was made from plastoid, which if you watched my previous video regarding Stormtrooper armor, we can see both are made from the same material, which was also used in constructing buildings. Added to this, however, was a special coated spray that contained a newly developed polymer called Reflec. Now, Reflec was pretty cool. It's something you'd expect Batman to have. What it did was warm the electromagnetic signals used in passive sensor arrays. Wait, what? Okay, so in other words, it made them less detectable by nearby radars and much more like a walking stealth fighter. Now let's move on to the 501st. If this were against clones, just regular clones, hands down the Death Troopers would annihilate them. However, with the 501st, we really have to lay the facts down, and then we can make a calculated decision. The 501st were handpicked from thousands of Jango Fett clones, who himself was chosen as the elite marker for an entire breed of war-raised soldiers. I can continue to say how they were the elite in terms of shooting and speed and tactics and strategy, but that's not really getting to the point. That's kind of like Death Troopers. We all know they're the best of the best and the elite of the elite. But what I'd like to do is examine their personalities individually. First, let's examine Clone Commander 2224, or Clone Commander Cody. Now, while he wasn't part of the 501st, he worked extremely well with Rex, Anakin, and Obi-Wan often doubling missions altogether. He was proficient in tactics and overall a very good soldier. We've seen him single-handedly control the most unfavorable of events on the battlefield into his advantage with his quick thinking and knack for strategy. Now I'm including him because he is extremely close with Rex, the commander of the 501st Troopers and second in command to Anakin Skywalker. He was an exceptional leader to his men, a highly trained officer of the elite and has taken multiple powerful opponents by himself. The third member to briefly cover is Fives. Now Fives is the first clone smart enough to have seen the manipulation of the inhibitor chip and the plot against the Jedi Order as a whole. While this doesn't show how tactful he was, mind you he was in the 501st, it demonstrates his ability to critically think and break free from oppression and control that the Republic had on his mind. This shows that him and his clone brothers were able to critically think outside of the box. This proves very tactful on the battlefield. 
He wasn't just confined to orders that he was given, he was able to critically think and make the best decision to get the job done. A quote by Fives reads, This is about more than just following orders. It is about honor. Where is the honor in marching blindly to our deaths? As for the rest, it's pretty self-explanatory as they literally killed the Jedi and aided in hundreds of battles during the Clone Wars. In addition, if we examine the Delta Squad of clones, we can see they were a specialized squadron with each member holding a masterful specialty in their own respective class. This is something Death Troopers just didn't have. They were all, from our limited knowledge that is, essentially trained the same, looked the same, and used the same blasters. Whereas clones were more flexible, more human. They were raised to be battle-hardened from birth and fought with their hearts. Where one clone might have lacked, their brother would make up for it and vice versa. Now if one day we get to see more of Death Troopers in terms of their overall skill and abilities, then we can come back and recalculate. But for now, in my opinion, I have to give it to the 501st. They were just too experienced in combat and overall elite from everything we've seen in the movies, shows, and comics. Coming to our conclusion, the only thing I would worry about for the clones would be the height, speed, and overall strength of the Death Troopers. If they were really that superior, don't you think Vader would have requested them to replace the 501st? I think this would pose quite a challenge for them, seeing as they're so overpowered. But that's why the 501st were trained to be just as smart as they were strong. We have to remember, they were introduced to Jango Fett's training routine from birth. And not to mention, but at the time of their conception, Jango Fett had already perfected his techniques in stealth, fighting, combat, and weapons dexterity. This was the best and the most dangerous bounty hunter in the entire galaxy. Jango had killed many Jedi in his time, along with physically larger, superior, faster, and stronger opponents in his time as well. I don't think the Death Troopers would be much of a threat to the clones. I'm sure the Death Troopers would put up a fight, but I don't think they'd cause a fatality. One-on-one, -on -one, I think if we put Rex next to a Death Trooper, I think he would kill him. Always a pleasure to meet a Jedi. I want to know what you think. Would you give it to the 501st or to Krennic's Death Troopers? You can let me know below, and I'll also start on that fanfiction you guys want to see regarding Fives and what if he actually succeeded in revealing Order 66. Thanks for watching today's episode, and if you enjoyed it, throw me a like for future uploads. I'll see you all in tomorrow's episode of Star Wars Theory. Let me know what you want to see. Until then, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, remember, the Force will be with you always.